Hello, hello, North-South Connection. This is Mike Rossi coming at you with another action-packed episode of Cronoso Daily. Now today, I will be going through a match from January 14th, 1986, from Saturday Night's main event with the subtitle Shines in Florida. This was a show emanating live from the Sun Dome in Tampa, Florida, and this is a match between America's own Corporal Kirshner doing battle with Soviet Union's own Nikolai Volkov. Now, let's have a little bit of background here, because you're probably like how I was when I first saw this match. Um, who the hell is Corporal Kirshner? Now, I was two years old at this point. Kirshner was, you know, just kind of hitting his stride um, in WWF right now. Um, really, it's just starting to get his first push, so to speak. Um, I remember having a Corporal Kirshner action figure as a little kid that I would play with and probably have Hulk Hogan beat him. But I didn't know anything about him. Um, now, who was Corporal Kirshner? His name was Michael Penzel. He was a real U.S. Army paratrooper, um, early 20s or so. And he was living in Minnesota after serving his country. Working as a mechanic, actually. He met Hulk Hogan, who obviously noticed how big this guy was and how he looked like he was ready to, to you know, get into wrestling. Maybe make a little bit of money, more money for himself. And he introduced him to Vern Gagne. Now, Hogan was in the AWA at the time, so he was up in Minnesota a lot. Gagne started training Kirshner. And he was able to debut in 1980 in the AWA. And then right around 85, he moved over to the WWF. And that's where we stand now, early 86. WWF had just recently lost Sergeant Slaughter. And they were looking for another American hero. Once Vince was able to find out about the military background that Kirshner possessed, he created this character. Now, right around the time of this match, the U.S. and the Soviet Union had just completed a successful summit in Geneva where they were able to create an agreement and have better communication between the two countries. In that same spirit, Volkov wanted to issue a challenge to Kirshner for a Saturday Night's Main Event match and released a press release in doing so. Now, the, the press release was quoted with Volkov saying, In the spirit of the Geneva Summit, I am challenging this American warrior to wrestle using only scientific techniques. It is my hope to show the superiority of the Soviet athlete using only peaceful means, as opposed to the Star Wars-type brutality of Corporal Kirshner. Now, that reads to me as somebody that is just trying to be an asshole. He's trying to sucker this poor guy in without wrestling experience that is just known to be like a military brawler, we'll say. And he thought he was going to get a leg up on Kirshner by doing a match in this, this area, being much more experienced, much more ready for this type of match. He wanted to flex his Soviet muscle. Now, we are at the show, and we open it up with Volkov and Classy Freddy Blassie being interviewed near the entranceway. Um, by Mean Gene Oakland, of course. Now, Volkov starts off by saying that he wants to show Russell's superior, but he's going to do it in a peaceful manner in this peace match. Out of the blue, Iron Sheik shows up, does his typical Iron Sheik shit. Russia number one, Iran number one. And then Blassie says, everyone's going to see tonight that America is nothing but a paper tiger. Doesn't seem like these guys are, are looking into this as a peaceful way, peaceful manner at all. So 
I, I was already starting to think at this point, maybe there'll be some hijinks in this match. We'll have to find out if there is. Now, Gene says, mean sheik, mean, mean sheik, mean sheik. I mean, I guess he was mean sheik, but, you know, just making fun of myself for that real quick. Gene says, Iron Sheik is not an authorized manager. Blassie then res- responded with, he's here for moral support as a friend. Gene cuts him off. He, he doesn't want to hear that bullshit. And now they cut to the most fucking insane vignette with Corporal Kirshner. Now, Kirshner's in, you know, camo face paint, crawling through the grass. It's just the most stereotypical uh, military character you could think of. They show him skydiving, and it's just like him in the air. It's just insanity. Um, They probably shot all this stuff like the day of the show. Anyways, then they cut to a pool where they're overlooking like a, a zip line. Where Jesse the Body's there, no shirt on, but still in like the corny glasses and like everything he had going for himself at that point. And he's interviewing Corporal Kirshner while Kirshner has his hand on the zip line. So you're like, Jesus, this is just way over the top. But anyways, it's a, it's a military character in 1986. I mean, it's probably expected to be over the top, right? So they're interviewing him. Jesse says, you know, you don't have the experience. Um, what's prepared you for this peace match? Um, Kirshner in the most over the top way possible says the U S military has given me the greatest training possible. Um, I will be prepared for this match from the opening bell. Uh, Jesse reiterates that it's a peace match combat techniques will not be allowed. Uh, then Kirshner says, well, I am also ready for a pro wrestling match. The best man will win, but I'm going on a search and destroy mission again. So stereotypical it is what it is now we go from this interview and we end it with jesse the body saying hey now let's show us how you zip line into this water and no shit kirshner takes the zip line and just drop like flies through the air now he's in full military regalia he's got his like green like military green wife beater on He's got the military uh, pants on with the camo, and he's got these big, like, combat boots on. And he just fucking zip lines right from the top of the pedestal that they're on, right into a pool. Like, I don't know what that was going to show us about him, but this guy was obviously a daredevil, ready to rock. So now we go back to the ring. And when we're in the ring, we've got Volkov with Iron Sheik and Freddie Blassie. So despite Mean Gene saying that Sheik wasn't going to be allowed to the ring, he was anyways. They're in the ring, and Volkov does his um, stereotypical st- Soviet anthem. He did that every time he was wrestling at this point. The crowd was just booing the shit out of him. Chucked the beer at it. She, she kind of jumped at the beer. Um, but, you know, un- undeterred by any of this, Volkov continued to sing his Soviet anthem. And then he was cut off by Kirshner's music. Uh, Kirshner's led to the ring by a parade of other soldiers who are carrying flags. It's almost like he's in a parade. Uh, He comes to the ring, gets in the ring, and they start this match. Now, remember, it's a peace match. So the goal here is to show things in a peaceful manner in a technical way. Starts with Volkov gaining control after a lockup. Goes into the corner. Clean break. Now we reverse it. Kirshner overpowers him in a lockup. Gets him into the corner. Clean break. These guys are following the rules so far to a T. Kirshner stays clean here, overpowers him off of the break, 
with another lockup into an arm bar and then into a headlock. Volkov then powers out of it, tries to gain control of his own, and but Kirshner's just too strong for him right now. Volkov's clearly the bigger man, um, bigger overall wrestler with a lot more wrestling ability. Kirshner's not good, we'll say that. Um, but he's he's doing his best. They're doing a pretty clean match. Volkov's doing a good job making him look decent. Then they do another rope break off of another Kirshner overpower. Um, then, but then that time, out of the rope break, he was clean. Another lock up, and he takes down Volkov. Goes for a pin. Volkov kicks out at two. Then there's another headlock and another clean break. And then from there, Kirshner walks to the ring, extends his hand in the middle of the ring, and Volkov shakes it. These two men are following the rules of this match to a T. Vince says on commentary with Jesse the Body, this shows how two countries can indeed work fair, even though they come from different backgrounds. Now, Volkov then hits a fucking cartwheel into a shoulder block um, after Kirschner threw him into the ropes. Kirschner was still able to gain control back and took him down with another hammerlock. Then he tried a small package. Volkov kicked out a two. And from there, Volkov gets him back into a lockup, but this time pushes him against the ropes and does not give a clean rope break. From that clean rope, non-clean rope break, he picks him up as if he's in a body slammer, but then he snake eyes him on the ropes and jumps off the rope, does a clean knee drop pin, um, knee drop right into his chest, like literally dropped the knee directly into his heart, covered him for a pin, got the W with a dirty maneuver to end this peaceful match. Now, Kirshner's coming to at the bottom, you know, on the side of the ring. Sheik and Blasty come in the ring. They all raise their hands. They're celebrating. Sheik does his normal bullshit when he hak-poo spits on Kirshner. Probably didn't actually spit, but it created the illusion that he did. This infuriated Kirshner, and he cleared the ring. There, at one point, it looked like it was going to be a two-on-one attack, and, and you know, Sheik and Volkov were going to gain control. But no, Kirshner was way too pissed off to let that happen, and he cleared the ring. Move forward, and we end this scene and go to the next setup for a match with Kirshner angry in the ring while Volkov, Sheik, and Blasty celebrate outside the ring. Volkov, you know, happy, jubilant, where Sheik's just flexing. He's, he's hitting poses on the outside. Now, this started a, a longer-term feud for these guys. This was obviously the start of a program. Uh, Kirshner, not a good wrestler, not impressive by any stretch of the imagination, this type of match was really tough to look too bad, though. But you could just tell that Volkov was a lot more crisp with everything he did. And as a whole, he did make Kirshner look better than he normally would. Um, if he probably did a more open match. But they did their thing. They they went four minutes and 32 seconds. And, um, you know, even though the U.S. and the Soviets were at peace at that time in the real world... Not in the WWF. We had to keep those bad times rolling. So, wrapping up today, I hope you guys enjoyed my rundown of this match. We will be back tomorrow with another episode. And you will hear from me in another week or so. Alright guys, have a good rest of your day. And uh, go watch this match. You get a kick out of the vignettes more than anything. Later. <laughs>